Episode 50 of Slam City, guys. It's Ryan Moore here, Mr. Max, and it's hot and humid day in New York City. Because, you know, air conditioners are not working in most buildings right now. Which is ridiculous. If your air conditioner isn't working, somebody needs to give you a refund. I got two in my house if anybody wants to buy one. <laughs> Both of them work. Why you have two? For re- times like this, it don't seem like such a silly idea now, does it? Wait, do you have two in your living room or do you have two? No, in- I only have one. I only have one up and running. Right. Yeah. But I have two. I got I got an extra one when one of my uh, believe it was my homegirl was moving away. And it was just one of those things where she wasn't taking a bunch of stuff with her. Yeah. And she was like, whatever you want, take it. And by the time I got, you know, I was helping her move. And it just so happened that the air conditioner was right there. And she was like, it's yours if you want it. And I was like, "Eh, I can probably sell it, you know, get an extra AC. I can sell it. Well, it can make sense if you were having one in the in the in your bedroom and one in the living room. Then that makes sense because I, I have the same thing because you you know you just gonna have one place and then now they have the other place you know yeah well and my apartment's not even that big to begin with like I I could have one in one room and one in the other room but the other room is mostly like my kitchen yeah and like attached to my bathroom and everything and I'm not I don't really want an AC in those two rooms specifically that would be terrible an AC in my bathroom I'd have like <laughs> pneumonia. <laughs> Well, especially if you have the shower on, it's really hot. Of course, you don't want air conditioning. Yeah, there and no, I don't want. I don't want to walk out of a hot bathroom into a freezing cold kitchen. Like that's that's awful. So, yeah, it's too yeah, much. I'm, I'm cool. But you know, yesterday it was a lot of heartbreaking news actually with um, Chester from Lincoln Park who who committed suicide. And um, you know, it's just shocking because you know this this guy and, and the band were like one of the those legendary bands that people will be listening to for a while. Um, you know, I've listened to a lot of his past songs the past couple of hours, you know, this is about him and everything. And then, uh, you know, you see a lot of celebrities, even on Twitter, like Rihanna, you know, Nick Jones, like a lot of artists, Chance mm-hmm. the Rapper, shouting out to him. And, you know, it's just sad, man. I, I, I think the whole lifestyle of a musician can be something that we need to, you know, look into more because sometimes people may seem like there's happiness. For what they do and then sometimes it's just and the, and the dark side of things you may not see it that way maybe they they go through things maybe they maybe they fell up to the pressure or something or or maybe just they didn't want that lifestyle or or you know it's just a lot of different stuff and mental health too you gotta look into that as well i think i think mental health actually plays the biggest part of it I, first of all chester wasn't i don't really remember him being in the spotlight like that didn't seem like he was really, you know, out and on the town and, you know, attention seeking or, or doing things that brought attention to him in the first place. So for him to, you know, I don't know what pressure he might have been under or who was putting him under pressure or anything like that. My my thing is, I think it's more and we're all speculating because nobody knows the cause. I don't know if he, he apparent it was an apparent suicide. He, yeah. he hung himself. They didn't. I don't know if there was a note. Nobody, there was. There was no note. So apparently. nobody really knows, nobody knows what he was going through at the time or why he did it. It's just people. If you start feeling some kind of way, say something. If yeah. you really feel, you know, th- the main thing is we all got to remember. It definitely can't get any better if you cash out. Yeah. If you commit suicide, then all hope is definitely lost. But if you can wake up another day, then there's another day to make things better. That's another day to improve the situation or to change the situation. And everything eventually gets better. Nobody suffers nonstop all the time. You can figure it out if you stick around. If you, if you don't stick around, you can't figure anything out. And you're probably hurting more people than you, you know, 
for, for those who think, you know, it would be a relief if I was gone and people will be happier. If, no, that's not the case. People are going to be mad and, and pissed off and angry and upset and frustrated and disgusted that you're gone. So stick around. Just, you know, don't don't do the Chester thing. Figure out a way to stick around. But it's interesting to see, though, that, you know, looking at all this and what he went through was going through depression. And no one would really know what he was depressed of. Was he depressed of the fact that maybe he didn't live up to expectations as a musician with the band? Or, or was it something more personal that we don't know? No one knows for sure. But I, I mean, think depression is literally a chemical imbalance in your brain. Like it doesn't necessarily need a cause. Sometimes you're just depressed. Sometimes, you know, you get a little bit more of this chemical and a little less of this one. And boom, instant depression. Like it, it really isn't. It's not a sign of weakness that you're depressed sometimes you know your brain just does these weird things and this just happens it may not be your fault may not be anybody's fault just stick around and get help there's things you can do it's not a one-way street it isn't but it's just interesting to see uh, I, I don't know what's gonna happen i, I mean he was they were supposed to perform city field next week and i don't know how, how that's gonna happen now i don't know if they're gonna keep going or they just gonna cancel it because of what happened or you know they're gonna sing in you know in memories of him you know, sing some songs and everything, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of fans are probably going to be there and they're going to be cheering on, you know, for everybody and for the music world and all that. Speaking of which, I actually was reading also this week of Forbes saying that hip hop is now the most popular genre in the United States right now. It outbeats rock, in uh, you know, volumes which is albums and sales and um, you know, streams. They actually he has they actually beat them out in streams as well. Like mm-hmm. the Drake album and Kendrick Lamar's and everything. So I think it's it's a good sign for people who listen to a lot of hip hop, but it also tells you that a lot of people are now getting to hip hop with these artists and what they're singing at right now compared to it was like a few years ago when it was just always just rock being the most popular genre, even though we all listen like rap and hip hop and all that stuff. You know what really cracked me up about that news? What? The idea that that just happened yeah like hip-hop has been so big for so long yeah it's like 90s and we we we've just passed rock and roll like rock and roll is has just taken just now in 2017 has just now taken the backseat to hip-hop if you hear hip-hop artists tell it they've all we've always been the biggest thing ever and we've always been the biggest genre and meanwhile rock has been kicking our collective butts for like 40 and 50 plus like since its inception hip-hop is about 40 years old now yeah for 40 plus years rock has just been killing us and just now we became the number one music just now in 2017 all the money that biggie made all the money that puffy made all the money jay-z made Hip-hop has just now become bigger than rock. That's ridiculously funny to me. And don't get me wrong. I, I like rock. You know, I like all types of music, most of them. You know, it was rock, country, pop, indie, you know, all that stuff, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I was into hip-hop more than anything. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really that shocked. But the only thing I was shocked about was the fact that, like you said, it took this long just now. When it could have been happening maybe like 10 years ago or something when... Most of the artists in the 2000s were like the Nas and the Kanye's and, and even Lil Wayne and like, you know, those guys. And then now to this new generation of Kendrick and Chance and and to some extent Drake, the ASAP Mob, Action Bronson, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, 
Yellow Wolf, you know, like those guys. Now they're all coming to this generation now, and, and it's, it's just it's interesting to see. And then you have Jay-Z coming back, and then you see now Eminem and Dr. Dre gonna say they're going to have a new album coming out to compete with Jay-Z or something like that. So, yeah, it's Which I think is a mistake. But the, the that's mistake? a whole different thing. <laughs> Why well, I think it's a mistake? I mean, I think they should definitely come out. Listen, first, first things first. I don't think I'll, I don't think artists should ever retire. I, I don't believe in the concept of artist retirement. I don't believe that if you're a creative, you should stop creating because you turn 45 or you turn 55 or you turn 65. I don't believe that. I never have. So let's just put that out there right now. Um, I also don't think that a dude like Eminem should be dropping a project with competing with Jay-Z in mind. Like, I don't think you should try and share that same marketplace necessarily like it's all hip-hop and it's all good but what jay was saying on this album was super specific versus what m would be talking about i'm I'm, but i'm interested to see what m would have to say oh yeah the last album was like was it 2014 2013 i'm not even sure because oh yeah last time was was slim shady no was it was it the marshall matter too might have been the eminem ep yeah, might have been something might, like that. Yeah, but it was, it was like a few years ago, like three, yeah, four yeah. years ago. It, it was a minute ago. With Rap God and Berserk and all the other songs in the album, but it's interesting to see how because you know you said that they can't retire in like forty, forty-five, but sometimes at that age, maybe you just stop trying to figure out what you want to create as an album and you just become a producer or something like that. Yeah, uh, well, well, most artists don't have most other genres of music don't have those kind of caps. Only hip hop decides that after 25 you should stop and i i think that's really really stupid because you you miss out on all the wisdom yeah you know you keep learning as you get older i i don't i don't i didn't know everything that i know now at 25 that's just stupid like when i think about it now you know at 25 i thought i knew a lot the further up i go when i hit 30 I realized how little I knew at 25. I really thought I knew a lot. I don't. I did not. I absolutely did not. I thought I knew a lot at 21. I was an idiot at 21. They were all idiots. uh, Yeah, like, but everybody's an idiot at 21. But these are the people who we're we're accepting music from. So we're hearing a 21-year-old's idea of what's important. And 21-year-olds don't know what's important because 21-year-olds are not important. In general, when you're 21, you're not important. You just got here. There's, you, you have, you're not contributing anything. You literally just showed up, and you're still trying to figure out who and what you are. I don't necessarily need to hear the perspective of someone who doesn't know who they are yet. It's interesting to watch the journey, but hearing from a dude like Jay, a dude who's like 47, that's different. That guy has wisdom. That guy is telling you things. He's legit giving you a blueprint to a successful, happy life. Then you say blueprint. Yeah. Like how about that? Album. Yeah. How about that? Maybe not for the first time, apparently. But like, which you know, is one of his best albums, probably. Still, I absolutely day. agree with you. Then, but that's that's the guy to listen to. You know, if they were standing in front of you, yeah. If if the, if these two, let's say Quavo from the Migos and Jay Z were standing in front of you. And both of them were trying to give you life advice. And you didn't know anything about their financial status. You just looked at them and said, okay, I have to pick who to listen to. There's no way I'm going with the 
20 something year old. Oh, dude. exactly. I'm going with Jay Z. Why would I ever? Like, even if I didn't know that was Jay Z, I'd just look at him and be like, okay, let's see what this guy has to say. I'm pretty sure he at least has learned what not to do. The 20 something year old dude doesn't even know what not to do yet. He's still making all the mistakes. Unless he was smart enough to listen to somebody Jay-Z's age. He's still making all the mistakes. Like, all the mistakes. So, I mean, if we can get music from knowledgeable, credible sources, and it's still entertaining, I'm all for that. If we just get music and it's only entertaining, then, it, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm to the point now where if I can get both, I'm going to get both. I'd rather have both than just one. You know, it's funny you say that, like, only 20-year-olds, they don't really know much about music like that because they listen to what it is now, but not back then, everything. Well, this trans- translates now into really the O.J. Simpson stuff that happened yesterday because mm-hmm. a lot of 20-year-olds like myself don't remember who he was back in the day. Maybe we've seen the documentary ESPN's 30 for 30 on O.J. Made in America, mm-hmm. or we've seen the show on Fox, I mean, on FX, mm-hmm. you know, that popular show that won an Emmy as well. Um... It's interesting because yesterday when he was granted parole for nine years being in jail, it was supposed to, you know it was supposed to be like a 33-year sentence for what he did in 2007, which was steal some of his sports memorials and, and items that he wanted. And um, whole social media exploded yesterday about when he got released. And they're like, oh, my goodness, you got to be kidding me. But in the back of my head, you know, based on past history, because what he did with the double murder in 94 and the whole trial during the – Nick's finals and all that stuff when he was in the car chasing one, listen to the game. Yeah, he was tra- killing me, killing, yeah. killing everybody. Every Knicks fan I knew was pissed. Yeah, so because he was in game five and all that stuff. But, you know, going back to that and what he is now, I mean, you said it yourself before we started the show, like, you know, karma hit him. So just let him go, let him rest, and see what happens. What's mm. he going to do next I and mean, all that? The dude is 70. Yeah. He's got to figure out what to do for the rest of his life, like, till he dies. He's got to do a lot of things before he dies. Who's going to hire O.J. Simpson to work anywhere? First no of all, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he, he couldn't call himself O.J. He'd have to be Orenthal again. <laughs> He'd have to lose the O.J. moniker altogether. Oh, gosh. Orenthal Jones or Orenthal Jr., like, whatever it is, he's got to be, he can't call himself O.J. And he's also one of the most recognizable dudes. Like, who's going to hire him? He can't, all he really knows is football. Yeah, that's all he knows. But the NFL won't come anywhere near him to give him, like, a commentator job. If you really think about it, a dude who rushed, a dude who ran, you know, rushed for 11,000 yards, over 11,000 yards. Yeah. That's a guy who you want to hear talk football. That man can speak football. He can talk about the game. Also a great actor, too. Renegade eh, Gun. Yeah. I mean, funny. funny. Yeah, it was funny. But my whole thing is no NF, no network that covers the NFL will ever hire O.J. Simpson to be a commentator. That will never happen. So where is he going to go to get a source of income? What radio station is going to hire him to talk about football? What college program is going to hire him to talk about football? Who's going to ever have him come around? What what team can he join to help help coach? Like what is he going to do? Equipment assist? Like what what can he do? Where can he go where he's not OJ Simpson? Well, this guy was one of the best college football players in 1968 when he won the Heisman Trophy and he's considered probably one of the NFL all-time greats so that's something mm-hmm. you can't ignore and but he can't make a living off of it anymore well he can't because really what messed him up was that 94 trial even though he didn't 
he was in jail, but people still believe that he should have been. Some people believe that, like yourself, you thought he didn't do it. Yeah, I I just don't, and it's not. I just don't think he was in physical condition enough to do the amount of damage that they said he did. But I don't even want to get into that because I got no proof. I got I got nothing. <laughs> I can't back that up. I was a kid when that happened. I got nothing. Yeah, when you were a kid, when you saw that whole thing, did you really believe that he did it, or you were just like, "This can't have this." I hadn't. I hadn't really looked into the facts to be honest. As a kid, yeah. it was just something that was on television. I really didn't, you know, check for it that crazy. What was it? Ninety. Ninety four when the Knicks were in the finals. Yeah, dude. At like that time. I, yeah, I was. I was what? Might have been. Might have been just barely a teenager. <laughs> I really didn't. I didn't. I didn't really care because I, I again, OJ's legacy was before my time. You dig what I mean? Yeah. Like that was that was pre me. I didn't. I never saw him run. I never saw any of that stuff. I didn't know about his record. I just knew him from the Naked Gun movies at that time. I just yeah. knew him as being the funny dude, the funny black guy in the OJ, you know, in the movie. So that was it. I didn't know who he was as far as what he had done on the field. And I wasn't even a crazy football fan like that. So none of it made any difference to me. I just wanted it to go off so we could watch basketball again. Yeah, because the basketball game, that finals was, uh, you know, when Jeff Van Gundy said the story about the whole, when they were, we were in the game and he was hearing it, like, OJ was listening to the game and the car chasing and everything. It's like, oh, that was crazy when he was doing that. Like, that's why he was slowing down. You see on TV, the whole car chase, he was slowing down because he wanted to listen to the game, I guess. You know, he was going to be, you know, convicted mm-hmm. eventually, but... This is crazy. Yeah, I can't. I, I I just say to everyone, just leave OJ alone. Just you what? see, you can say that, but not a lot of people don't want to leave him alone. They feel like he should be in jail. For what are you gonna what? do? What are you gonna do to him? That's not already happening to him. He he had to serve. He's in his golden years, literally, and he just spent nine of them in jail. And he's in jail no matter where he goes. He's oh, think about this, people. Seriously. This man is O.J. Simpson no matter where he goes. There's nowhere he can go where he is not going to be O.J. Simpson. And with O.J. Simpson comes constant ridicule, comes constant. I saw I saw a, a, an interview he was doing on television where he was walking down the street, uh, like on a beach. It was like California. He was like walking down, like down Venice Beach, the, the, the walkway, the sidewalk. Yeah. And on camera, on camera. This white woman rolls up on him and sticks her hand out and he shakes her hand and she looks him dead in the face with the biggest grin on her face and says, I just wanted to shake the hand of a murderer. Now, anybody else under any other circumstances probably would have smacked that chick across the street. Yeah. She did that right in his face and all he could go was, oh, okay, well, you know. Have a good day. Like, he couldn't even say anything. He can't get violent. He can't react. He can't, like, and that's insulting. That's foul. That's re- And here's my, other, here's my other point. Here's my other thing. If you really thought he was a murderer, would you really want to run up on him and shake his hand? Like, mm-hmm. if you thought the guy was a no. killer, would, if you really thought he was that dangerous, that he was capable of taking a human life, would you really roll up and shake his hand? Like, that just sounds stupid. Or oh, you take a picture with the guy. Right. Like- but people people ridicule him. He's getting he's basically walking through life getting hit with rotten fruit. That You're getting hit with rotten vegetables. Like, people are just throwing tomatoes at this guy verbally, respect-wise. They're just disrespecting him and, and killing him everywhere he goes. And he's got to do that for the rest of his life with no real way of making a living. I don't think he has enough money to live off of. I have no idea what this man's going to do till he dies. 
That's it. He's not going to be celebrated again until he dies. And the trial will always be there. His legacy is done. People, we do not need to beat up on O.J. Simpson. That man is finished. Like, just let that dude walk off into the sun's hobble off. And he'll be a greeter at Walmart in a year. And that's if they'll hire him. If they recognize him, they're going to fire him. Because nobody wants O.J. Simpson around. He's got to go someplace where no one knows him. He's going to have to move to, like, Nepal, India. <laughs> like, his life is over. He's got to find... You know how NBA players don't get a team and they end up playing in China yeah. or Israel? Mm-hmm. He's got to find the life equivalent of China and Israel to go live. He's got to find someplace like that where they'll let him live. He may end up living in China. He may end up spending the last years of his life trying to learn a foreign language just so he can ask for the bathroom. For those that took pictures with him, I'm probably you're probably picking the back of your head. I'm just like, I just took a picture of a murderer or a guy who was in jail for nine years. And, you know, in some degree, I kind of could relate because I took a picture of Bill Cosby a few years ago with my friends. And to this day, it just feels weird trying to share that because this is a guy who did, you know, sexual assault and all this stuff. Bill Cosby and was uh, he Bill Cosby or Pill Cosby when you took the picture? <laughs> I think he was Bill Cosby at the time before I didn't know. He was still that. Bill. Yeah, it was still Bill. And then at the time, and then when he finally did it, it just felt weird sharing that on Facebook. Even my, my friends, I was just telling me like, my goodness, we know we know we just took a picture with a guy who who was basically sexually assaulting a lot of women, massive massive amounts of women. Yeah. And it just felt weird just sharing that or trying. Because it is weird. It is. It's weird. It's weird now. It is weird now. But, but when he was Cliff Huxtable, yeah, that picture was everything. Yeah. When OJ was OJ, that pi- listen. You was interview in New York one too. Jay Z had one of the best lines ever. He said, "So it's hard being Bobby Brown. To be Bobby then, you have to be Bobby now." In other words, as great as these people were, and as many people would want to trade places with them, right? Look what look how they ended up. And this is where you have to end up. If you would you still want to be Bill Cosby if you knew this is how you were going to spend the last years of your life? No. Blind, ridiculed, accused as a rapist. Yeah. Money flying out the door because people are cutting you off left, right and center. D- disgusted, a pariah, like would you really want to And Bill Cosby <laughs> had great years. The majority of his life was excellent yeah 75 percent of his life was amazing but would you want to change trade that would you want to be that if you knew that you had to end it this blind scared old man who's just being seen as a pervert deviant and a criminal for the rest of your days like that's horrible that's a horrible way to end up and that's where bill cosby is that's where that's where oj simpson is that's probably where R. Kelly's going to end up. Like, you know, all these people just end up in these really, really bad places. And I think people just just let karma handle it, man. Like, just you don't have to put any energy into slandering O.J. Simpson. We all get it. We've all heard every joke you can make. Well, that's why I've always said that. You know, people want to emulate these lifestyles of celebrities and how they do their life with money and fame and power and paparazzis and all that stuff. But you don't really know what it's like on the other side. You know, 
appearance-wise, you see them look nice and have fun and this and that. But you know what they do? You know, I would say, like, you know how athletes, they do stuff off the court where you have celebrities do stuff off the public, basically, where, where it's at home and they mm-hmm. do this and that. Or they, they write things for what, what they're doing next or they, they hang out with their friends and all that. But mm-hmm. then there's some personal stuff that they deal with as much as everybody else does in this world. We all deal with something personal, mm-hmm. but you know, just the way you can balance everything out, that's the difficult part. And now you see people like OJ who, who went through this, who, who was, who's probably like one of the most talked about uh, people in American history. Donald Trump's probably the most talked about person right now to this day, just because he's president and he's doing all these weird decisions and, mm-hmm. and he's corrupting the country and this and that. And then, you know, before it was Barack Obama as well, talking about this and that and, and his public speeches, which are great. And you should listen, look into that more. But it's just, it, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I don't know how what OJ is going to do. I think there's some reports saying that he just might live in Florida and, like, retire because that's how most people go when they, when they retire. They go to Florida or they go to Missouri, Branson, something like that, where they just chill and little, you know, they don't pay much money. But the, like you say yourself, who's going to actually hire him? Like, who's going to actually say, you know, you want to work for us for Walmart or you want to do a commercial? Like, they're not going to do commercials with him. He's old. He's like 70. So, yeah, what's he going to do? I have no idea. It's interesting. Sign autographs for five bucks, sell oranges by the freeway. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's going to do for the rest he of his He lost life. all his money. I have so, no idea. Yeah, like the, the Brown family sued everything out from under him. Yeah. So I don't know what they expect him to do at this point. He's going to be on welfare in a minute. You think he's going to be in contact with maybe his son or something? And be like, I hope maybe his children can support him. I hope since he paid their way through college and all that other good stuff that yeah. they can take care of him in these years coming up. Like They, they can, probably will. I hope so. That would be the right thing for them to do. Yeah, because the wrong thing would be is, you know what? Just screw yourself. You live alone. No one likes you. I don't want to be part of that life. Yeah. That would no, be the they, wrong thing to do. They should, they should hold down their dad, especially if he's financially <laughs> the reason why they were able to achieve whatever they got academically. If he paid their way through college, then they should kind of to collectively foot the bill and you know you don't he doesn't need to live lavish but a little apartment maybe a little car just some money for food like they should really take care of him yeah it's funny you look at life <clears throat> overall everybody you know you start off like right here i know people can't see me in here but you pretty start off like right here in the bottom and you try to rise up slowly and then you go to the top and then you know, you question yourself, what do I do when I'm at the top? Because to stay at the top, because that's the hardest thing you can do. You can get to the top, mm-hmm. but can you be consistently staying at the top or are you just going to go whoop, all the way down <laughs> if something bad happens? You know, like a roller coaster, you know, you go all the way up and then all the way down or you go all the way up or down. But then OJ was right here, right, right here on the top. And then slowly went after all of that stuff happening him between the murder and him being in jail for nine years. And now he's all the way at the bottom right now. And now mm-hmm. the question is, can he at least be in the middle? Not in the top, but can he be in the middle? And I don't think he can be in the middle. No, I don't think so. And he's going to stay at the bottom. Yeah. And, you know, in Stephen A., uh, I think it was yesterday. Or was it today? I think it was today. Saying that um, some crazy stuff about, oh, he should be in jail for the rest of his life. I don't know what the court system was doing wrong with this whole decision making. And I'm, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't surprised with the decision. I think I felt like in the back of their head, I think they felt sorry for him because mm-hmm. he's like 70 years old. Or 
from past history, we've seen that it's kind of hard for him to be, you know, in jail for something, especially with the double murder that he wasn't in jail for. And I felt like that was part of it, too. And also the fact that he's 70 years old. This is I mean, what do you... What, um, nine years for stealing your own stuff? Yeah. Come on, man. Like, if that's not a crime of desperation... I thought jail was for, for... I thought jail... I always looked at jail as a place where people went who were dangerous. Yeah. Like if you were... Criminals. Right. If you were dangerous to people. Like, I'm not talking about... I mean, property damage is bad. Yeah, that's a so that's like a civil trial. Yeah, thing. but I'm I'm talking about like I only wanted jail, rapists, murderers, molesters, people like gangbangers, uh, gang yeah, members that which are murderers. Yeah, like I don't care if you join the gang and you never pull a trigger, you're just walking around wearing the colors. That's a Boy Scout. I don't care about that. I only care about like if you're actually inflicting harm and danger on other people. I don't understand nine years for stealing your own stuff back. Can't you tell that that was a crime of desperation? Like, I'm going to starve to death if I don't have this stuff. Like, I didn't mean to sell it to you or I need it back or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, yeah. I just think, I just think that sucks. I, I think it's unnecessary. I think it was, I think he was in jail for too long for stealing stuff. Like, it didn't hurt anybody. That's why I didn't like the whole him being thirty three years for stealing stuff. Yeah, like you're it not could have been. Anybody. It should have been less. It could have been three years. Three years. A year and a half. Like it's not. It's yeah. stuff. It's stuff, and they got it all back. It's stuff. You don't need nine years to to make somebody learn a lesson. Now, nah, if he did the murder like in ninety four, I would understand maybe something well, like that. Yeah, but thirty three years for stealing stuff. Stuff. It's it just stuff, made no sense. Dude, that's just stuff. It's really not that. That was a payback verdict. I know. So what you're telling me is that if anybody can steal somebody's stuff, you're gonna be in for thirty three years for stealing somebody's stuff. And that's and even if they even if it was originally your yeah. Well, I, that that's just that was just foolish to me. I don't I, I don't wish harm on anybody but i mean dude come on let's, let's just take it easy people it is well you know this is what it is we'll see what happens in these past couple of weeks with him you know going into the football season now because technically it kind of starts next week with training camp and mm-hmm. which is crazy because it's like we talked about pretty much basketball the summer summer league we talk right. about various issues the big three the big three uh we might have a special guest next week uh, Rashawn McCanns, who's who's in the league, maybe it'll be stop uh, me on the on the phone call, talk about the league and what's happening so far, and then even next month with the whole finals, because then after that it's like football and then basketball starting to begin again. Mm-hmm. Basketball like a year round sport if you think about it. Like it may yeah, be it really July, is. but then it's like one month or it's like August, but then September starts is like training camps already almost close, and uh, I think the only sport really that's year round. That people don't talk about is like soccer because soccer is like every single day and then there's always a little break but the little break ends up becoming the world cup copa america all that stuff but the soccer is like a really a year-round sport yeah they, they never sport. stop playing it that's why you see so many injuries that's why you see so many leg injuries but they come back like in four months like literally you get a torn acl and come back in four months like people who have torn acls in sports come back in a year and try to try to be the same, but soccer players, for some reason, I don't understand. But they come back in four months. I don't know if they have the technology or because there's so much running that it kind of helps out with the whole recovery. But it's crazy yeah. stuff. Well, but you got to figure they know exactly where to go look. Yeah, well, they also have all technology. I mean, that's why Kobe went to Germany to do that injection. Yeah, that, stuff that, that for blood. His knee. That, yeah, yeah, that what was the fusion? Fu- 
uh, something fusion injection blood something yeah, plasma a, spa, yeah plasma, plasma something yeah yeah something like that but he did that and now like see a lot of players doing that and, and this even though it's kind of illegal technically if you did it in the united states because now that's why you go to a different country to do it they did it and that's why we cover quicker but you know going back to football training camps on the way and you know the giants they, they're already making headlines right now because right now um giants i would say let me just get it here uh, Dwayne Harris <clears throat> said it according to reports that we can be as good as we want to be. We have all the players in the right positions. We have players who can make plays, offense and defense. We just got to play as good as we look on paper. Mm. Now, I think we've seen this in the past before that when a team looks good on paper, you make you assume like, oh, they're gonna be either a Super Bowl contender or a contender in the in the in the season. Like the Jets, for instance, they mm-hmm. look good on paper, but they failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patriots, most of the time, look on paper, they're always going to do well. Mm-hmm. I think it's just depending on the system and all that stuff. But the one thing that I know is that the Giants, they're in a good situation right now because they have all these pieces, but Brandon Marshall now coming back, making that offense better. Hopefully the line is going to protect them. God willing. And the defense is going to play up to par as they did last season. As well they should. How good can they be this season, though? In your eyes. Uh, you know what? There's really no... I. Mm, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Because you, you, you always need to see how all these pieces get together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Individually, they're fine, but you never know. If the offensive line holds up, they can be awesome. Because I still believe in Eli's arm. But they got to get that O-line up. and But the O-line has been an issue since, like, 2012. Yeah. I've been saying that every single year about the damn Giants. If they don't have an O-line, they're not going to go far. Everybody's and, been saying that. And they still haven't fixed the issue. Because I, for some reason, they, they, they're blaming Eli for things. But how can you blame the guy who's not Aaron Rodgers, who's not Russell Wilson, who's not, for in some degree, Alex Smith. Like, these guys who can run out of the pocket and maybe extend the play for like 10 yards or run out of the pocket and make a play on with their legs and stuff like that. He's just a, a pure pocket passer as like Tom Brady, as Drew Brees, as Ben Roethlisberger in some degree because he's a big guy and, and he could come out of it. But like Manning, this is a big year for him because he has a great offense. But like you said before, it's just, the line is really the key for everything because the line plays the way you're supposed to play, then they're going to be great. Mm-hmm. But if the line doesn't play the way he's going to be, it doesn't matter if you have Brandon Marshall, uh, Evan Ingram, uh, Sterling uh, Shepard, Sterling mm-hmm. Shepard, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. It doesn't matter if you have those guys. I agree. You're not going to make plays if you don't have the line. So, I agree. Now, with Marshall, though, if they could be a top five offense. Does that mean that they can actually score 30 points this season? Because they didn't score 30 points last season. They actually took a step back. I think they can, though. I think they can. But that's a that's a, that's a big, I think. I think, uh, yeah, that's a big if. Because the way I see it, the Giants right now, they're in a situation right now where they're either Super Bowl contenders or Super Bowl pretenders. <laughs> because they can either be a playoff team and not make the Super Bowl with all that talent, lose like in the in the wild card round or the division round or even the NFC championship, and then say this is a bad season because he's getting old, Eli, and we don't know how many years he has left in the league. Although you can make the case that maybe if nutrition and all that stuff, then maybe he could play another four years. But you know that mm-hmm. remains to be seen because Tom Brady's like forty years old, and this guy looks like he'll be playing for maybe one more year or two, in my opinion. Not to mention Eli's brother went, Peyton went 
a good clip. Yeah. Like he went way past where normal quarterbacks hang it up. Yeah, and he and had, played at a good rate. And he couldn't even throw though the last game he played. And he still throw ran off to a Super Bowl. Because the defense, defense carried him. Right, exactly. And so that's if, kind of like karma if you think about it, because Payne Manning over the past years has been always carrying the team offensively on his back. Right. The defense was terrible or not. And then now vice versa, when he gets older, the defense was carrying him. And I guess that's a good way of saying we owe you one for all the years that you try to carry us and all that stuff. How about you just get the man a line? They're not going to give Eli Manning line because they think for some reason he can make plays with that West Coast offense or whatever, which is similar to what Aaron Rodgers does, and get the ball out less than two seconds and you don't need a line. But sometimes you need – the best years Mannings have played is when he had a line and they were playing play action. Mm-hmm. Like literally he was good at play action. That's, that was the best year. It was like Ben Roethlisberger when he came out. Like, it was always play action, throw it deep, run the ball, play defense. Like, Manning, right. that's the best years he had when they had great defense, when they were doing play action. It's kind of similar to both of these quarterbacks because they're in the same draft class. And that draft has to be one of the legendary draft classes in history in quarterbacks when you have both of them winning multiple Super Bowls. You have one other quarterback named Phil Rivers who's had a great year but really – I mean, great career, but really didn't have a Super Bowl, but he's still statistically one of the best quarterbacks we've seen. Mm-hmm. But going back to Manning, though, it, it, the key is going to be him if he can stay healthy and if he can make plays and not turn with the football. Right. That's the only way. Which is fine. It is fine. Um, and then NFL Network, they had a couple interesting headlines. But one of them was Three Dog Night, Eli's coming for East Crown with historical wide receiver trio. Now, that's like, you know, what. But Marshall with Beckham with Shepard, these guys all. I still them. think they should have kept Victor. You think if they kept Victor with with Marshall, they would have been really good. I don't understand why you let him go in the first place. Because he's yeah. old. He, but he was still quality. You just never got any touches. He, he, they he weren't. Could, he couldn't get it. Was, he couldn't get any separation on the field. I didn't, I don't buy that. I you don't know? buy that. No, there were times where he was wide open in some of those games, and they never even thought about, never even looked at throwing it to him. Maybe because Manny had no choice but to throw it back because he's the only person that could catch everything on the field. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it because Beckham was definitely dropping passes in those last couple games. Definitely in that last one, he was dropping everything under the sun, and it's like Victor was never even an option. I would have got Victor that ball. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know why you just take one of your weapons away. He's still Victor. So, I don't know. But that's just me. I mean, Beckham, you know, you see one play against the Cowboys last season where he was he was he he had a catch on a slant and literally took it to the house. Like, that's how quick this guy is. I'm, it, it doesn't take away from Beckham. I just don't know why you'd want one less weapon if you didn't have to have one less weapon. But can you agree, though, that Marshall's an upgrade over Cruz? We'll see. You don't think he's an upgrade? We'll see. He's tall, 6'4". Four. We'll see. I hear. I hate you talking. I see the stats. He's a good second guy, and I, I don't think he'd be a first guy anymore. We'll but see. He's a good second guy. We'll and, see. And this will be the first time he can actually make the playoffs, probably if they go far, because he never made the playoffs. We so. will see. I'm not anti. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, there's another headline here: Giants Cowboys Wild Card Clash surpasses rating records. So let's say if they face um, the Cowboys in the Wild Card round, which I think everybody predicts. I think, in my opinion, because I think the Cowboys are going to be good again this year. I don't know if they're going to be winning the division or they're going to be uh, a wild card team and the Giants win the division. Right. But I, I, I see it as a way where if this does happen and the Giants shut down Dak and Zeke. and they Like still, they do. Yeah, like they do. And like they, they do. And they remain winless in the postseason. That will be the headline that people will be talking about. The Cowboy fans can't 
they're gonna be making excuses or something like they always do. Dude, the Giants, the Giants, Eli and the Giants are a lot of people's kryptonite, and people don't give them enough credit for that. There's two rings that Peyton Manning are missing, and that those two rings belong to Eli. <laughs> well, Manning. No, 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 no. I said Peyton Manning. I'm sorry. That's not who I meant. Tom Brady. I meant Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady is missing two glaring rings, and they bo- they're both on Eli's hand. Eli sees Tom sees Tom and shuts him shuts it like. They, they the Giants are killers when it comes to that stuff. In the playoffs, they turn into a different animal. So I'm I'm you know I'm not really worried about the Cowboys. Hold on to Tom Brady for a second too, because we're talking about that too, because he's part of these headlines. But before we get into that, Julio Jones versus Odell Beckham Jr. probably an NFC Championship. The Falcons make it to the NFC Championship and so the Giants. Then you're gonna have a, a results in combined 268 yards, three scores, and the Giants win that game with Beckham having one of the great games probably in NFC Championship history. Mm-hmm. And uh, they beat the Falcons, and now they go to Super Bowl, which will be probably against the Patriots because I think we all assume that out of the AFC, the Patriots are gonna make it out of it somehow because they always do, and they have a better supporting cast this year compared to last year. Right. Right, because now that we're Brandon Cooks, it's almost like Brady's just gonna have a field day now. Right, this guy's right. just quick. Yeah, just throw it. Yeah, um, almost like a Randy Moss, if anything. But now I'm not comparing Cooks to Randy Moss. But no, no, speed. no, I, I know what yeah, you mean. Speed, I know what yeah. you mean. But after the third Super Bowl loss to Eli Giants, if this happens, is Tom Brady really the goat? Because I think the way Tom Brady can be the goat. Now I think a lot of people could agree that he's probably the greatest quarterback of all time because he won five Super Bowls and stuff like that. And he has multiple Super Bowl MVPs. But I think. In my opinion, to consider himself probably the GOAT of sports and my GOAT of football, too, I think he needs to beat the Giants, in my opinion. That's the only he can come because those two Super Bowls still stung, sting him to this day. And if he just wins one over them, then he, I think he's the GOAT. I don't, I don't see, he's not my favorite quarterback. I don't think he's more talented than Alan, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm not saying more talent. I'm saying more yeah, of a winner, no, though. Yeah, the, the, but see, I think the GOAT title belongs to Belichick and the whole team. I think it belongs to Belichick and what he builds around. And I think, don't get me wrong, your man is a quality quarterback. Like, don't, don't, I don't want to take anything away from Tom Brady. He is a great, he is one of the greats. He is elite. I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like I'm slandering him in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but I'm, because I'm not. But, I believe that if you, I say this all the time, if you swap teams, yeah. if Aaron Rodgers got everything that Bill Belichick set up for Tom Brady, they'd go undefeated for like the next, like, you know, they'd be like, those championships would have been in a row. Like it would, it would be, it would be blasphemous. They'd be the, they'd be Golden State. They'd just be bodying everything moving and it's only 16 games. They might lose one. They might lose the first game and then just roll into the Super Bowl and just sweep everybody. Like they, they, they would be killers, killers. So I don't really like that whole goat thing is a little touchy for me in football. I think the goat, when it comes to the greatest quarterback, needs to come with an asterisk because no matter how great of a quarterback you are, it's still a team game. But you think Peyton Manning should be in that conversation? Yes. Yes, I think Peyton Manning should be in. I think Aaron Rodgers is definitely in that conversation because I think he's more talented. I, I think he's a better quarterback than Brady. I just think Brady wins more because of the team aspect of it. But I think if you gave if you gave Rodgers what Brady has to work with, it would be no question. 
If you give any quarterback, like let's say Payne Manning is playing on the Bill Belichick, you think he'll have more Super Bowl rings? I think rings? any of them. I think they'd all have more rings. I think it. I think you could take Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Roethlisberger, like Cam Newton. I think any, Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew. Oh God, yes, <laughs> Andrew Luck. Absolutely, Andrew Luck. Um, Matt. Uh, Matty Ice. Yeah. You take any of these dudes and let let them get set up the way that Tom Brady is set up and watch those rings come falling from the sky. It's like if you took Kobe and put him on the Spurs. Take Kobe in his prime and put him on the Spurs. I know, I know we, we take a lot into the system, but sometimes it's just the player itself too. Maybe no, just a player in the right situation where he just – I, I, and again, I'm not. I don't want to say any of this to take away from Tom Brady. You know what I mean? I yeah. think Tom Brady is an elite level quarterback. I'm not. I'm not hating on him. I don't. Okay, let me put it this way: the only quarterback I think that I, out, of, out of everybody I just named, the only quarterback I think that would have done more with with what Tom Brady has had to work with is Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the only one who, if Aaron Rodgers has five Super Bowls, I think Aaron Rodgers might. I think Aaron might have saw like six or seven. Actually, seven or eight. Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT if he wins like five Super Bowls. Say it again? I think Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT if he wins five Super Bowls. I think he would have under a Belichick system, you know, Belichick scouting. What if he wins it with the Packers, though, and he wins like three more, and he's close to the fifth one, and even though he'll be tied with Brady, you think he's better than Brady? I think he's better than Brady. In my opinion, I think so, too, because the talent of what he is. His quarterback touchdown-interception ratio is, like, on another level. It's better than Brady's. It's better than Payne Manning. It's better than any other quarterback in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. It's just now, can he win the Super Bowl? It's almost like LeBron James, kind of. The talent is there, mm-hmm. and he has all this statistical stuff, but it's just really the championships. Like, and you got to win more of these championships, and now you don't want Roch to be in that conversation where he gets the Super Bowl and he loses, or if he gets the Super Bowl and wins more, Mm-hmm. Like Dan Marino was probably considered one of the best passes you ever seen in NFL history, but he never that won a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Right, so he's never in these conversations. We never talk about him, and that's why Rogers is kind of—I want to say lucky that he won that Super Bowl because he did win it fair and square against the Steelers. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't, if he didn't win that, we don't think we put him in that conversation. He'd, he'd, he'd be right. He'd be right there with uh, your man in Miami. Yeah, the, the, the the vault, the the exalted Dolphins quarterback who everybody knew was great. And never had a ring. He'd yeah. be in that category. There are so many greats who we acknowledge as great who never got a championship, and therefore they can't be in the conversation. Allen Iverson, yeah, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. There's you know, uh, what's Reggie Miller? All these dudes were established greats. We know they're great. Stockton and Malone. Everybody talks about them. Everybody knows that they're they're you know what they were built. From and they never saw a ring. Steve Nash. Oh, Steve Nash got a ring now. Does he? Well, the Warriors. Steve Nash. Yeah, player development coach. He got a ring. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's yeah. not disgusting. That's still a ring, though. You know what I mean? I know, but I know what you mean. But I'm saying he still got a ring. He got a ring some sort of way. Yeah, whatever. That's like if Patrick King was coach and he won a championship with a team. It's still a ring. Eh, like, he got a ring. Whatever. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Like, what you and, mean. And the these, fair and square the, way. Yeah, yeah. These guys never. These never. These guys never managed to get. And we don't. We they're still acknowledges in the top fifty greatest players of all time. They're still acknowledged in there, right? Meanwhile, Robert Ory has how many rings? Seven. And we never talk about him because he's not the guy. No, he isn't. 
he's never been the guy. He's just been in good situations. He's just been on a bunch of he's yeah. been on a bunch of quality teams, and he's made the shot he needed to make. But he's always been the big shot guy. I know right. that's what's crazy about big it. Big shot Bob. That's what yeah. they call him. Yeah. So you know, they, me. It, so are you telling me Chauncey Billups is better than Melo if Melo never gets a ring and no. Chauncey Billups no. has? No. But you see my point. Yeah. So. In that in that regard, if all things are fair and equal, and the and the championships are even up or even close, Aaron Rodgers still gets my vote. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. I think it's more expectations for him this year to get out of the NFC and win and go to the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, because he but, got a better roster now. But I was about to say yes, because the only way you couldn't say that is if the Packers hadn't made the moves that they made. Yeah. And they made moves. They got him. They got him. Like they put some legitimate pieces on it. Now it's not. It's not Bill Belichick yeah. level pieces, but they got him some stuff. And the Packers have have a history of being good at developing players. I think they really focus on that more than anything of any other franchise. That's why they're considered the greatest franchises ever. Well, in here's sports. here's hoping that they actually like we actually get somewhere. The, the, I mean, like, Green Bay itself, the town owns the Packers. Like, we can buy, probably buy the Packers right now, be a shareholder, which is like 250 250 Yeah, 250 to own part of the team. Basically, be owner of the Packers right now if you wanted to. I mean, I might do that in the future for all I know, just for fun, to see what happens. Yeah, it could hurt. Own the, own the Packers, go to these meetings, talk about this and that, the people and all that. That would be funny. It would be funny. It would be cool. But, you know, that's just how it is. Um, but, yeah. If Giants meet up with the Patriots when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. I think Eli's probably gonna win his third ring. Yeah, and I think they'll be in the conversation of top five yep. all-time quarterbacks. Yep. But that'll be interesting to see if that happens again. Then. Especially if he's closing out everybody's favorite quarterback. Yeah. If he if he does it to him again. What if he if Eli wins this year and then he wins next year and he has four, and they, and what will we be saying about Manning then, being four and zero? Oh? Yeah, on, the that. second quarterback in history before no in the in the, in the yeah. Super Bowl. How about that? That's something you can't take away. That's that that who who's the uh, Montana? Yeah, Montana. He's yeah. the only one. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, no, that's dope. That'll be interesting though. I'm with it. I'm with. It. Well, that's gonna be to at the end of today's show, guys. We talked about a lot of Simpson about the NFL. We talk about more NFL possibly next week. Also, some basketball as well. This Derrick Rose thing, if he goes to the Lakers or, you know, if he goes to Cleveland, we'll find out probably by the end of this weekend. Uh, baseball, you know, stuff happening. The Yankees making moves and all that. In my opinion, I think um, it just depends on the record and what they do uh, this next month. If they can make a wild card appearance or win the division. But we'll talk about that more as well. But you can follow me at Morning's 10 on Twitter and also on Instagram. You can follow Mr. Mech. M-R-M-E-C-C Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and you can follow also the Slam City Facebook page and Twitter account at Slam City underscore 360 and listen to all the latest or past episodes on SoundCloud. See you next week. For now. <laughs> yeah. For now. <laughs>